What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, here are three rapid-fire tips to start improving your reels right away. The first tip is whenever you use text on your reels to place the text at the top of the frame rather than in the middle or at the bottom. I recently wanted to test this theory because this is a pattern I've seen play out a lot, and I had it held in my tips on my phone for a long time as something that I wanted to tell you guys about, but I really wanted to test it and make sure that this was accurate. So I went on TikTok and I analyzed 179 different posts that had text on them. And I only factored in posts that had over 10,000 likes because I wanted to make sure they were actually viral posts, something to actually model off of. And of those 179 posts, 128 of them had the text in the top one third of the frame. So I really think that this is something that you want to strive for whenever you're putting text at the beginning, it seems a lot better at stopping the scroll when the text is on top versus another location, which does make a lot of sense. But the reason why a lot of times I will have intentions of putting the text on top, but not be able to do so is whenever you're filming your reels, that you don't really factor in that you know space that you're going to want to leave at the top of the reels. A lot of times when you position the camera, you position it just so you're in frame properly, and then you go to post it, and then you're like, all right, now I have to put the text over my body, and it just doesn't do as well, um, partly because it's covering you, and then also because it's not at the you know first and foremost part of the frame. So whenever you're titling your reels of like what people are going to learn, make sure that you leave a little bit of space above you when you're filming your reel so that you can place the text there because that is going to give it a little bit of an extra boost. The second thing is whether or not you should place your reels as share to your own feed or not. There's been some theories recently that if you don't share your reel to your own feed, that it will go to more people outside of your following. And I have found this to be true. However, I will say that if you are in a niche account, which nearly all of you are, whenever you post it not to your feed, Instagram doesn't do that great of a job at really making sure that your reel finds the people you want it to. If you are an influencer where your target audience is essentially the world and it doesn't really matter uh, who you're targeting and you're kind of okay with it reaching a broader audience, then I think it would be not a bad idea to sometimes not share it to your feed because it makes the reel really show to primarily people outside of your following. And that sounds great and all, but what I've found is the last few times that I've done this, that I barely get any likes. Like seriously, a post that I'll uh, do that gets like a thousand views will have less than five likes. And it's just is really not that great at finding your target audience when you post it uh, so cold like that. So I found that it does a little bit better overall, even in terms of views, likes, follows, and even reach to people outside your following when you do share it to your own feed first. And then that way it can share it to all the people that love you and are definitely gonna like your posts and it can get that initial engagement. And then it will start going out to people outside your following. And as long as you're using a trending audio and the proper hashtags and everything like that, which uh, as far as how many to use, I'll just quickly say uh, between five and 10 is the minimum you wanna use for reels. But 
the data is so all over the place for everyone right now that it's really hard for anyone to say exactly for sure how many hashtags you should use. I would always experiment, uh, but I think as a smaller account, using over 20 hashtags on Reels still might be the way to go. Uh, either way, it, you just need enough Reels that, or excuse me, enough hashtags that are very relevant to the post. So Instagram knows what it's about, but I've gotten a lot better data um, and a lot better results when I share it to my own feed and then uh, let it go to my own followers first and get that engagement before it goes off to other people. If you found this to be different for your market, it's probably because your product or service is not as niche. So again, if you're uh, not as niche of a product, but most of you are very niche, you're posting a educational content for a very specific market, sharing the post to the feed does a lot better in my experience. The third tip is to not geotag your reels. So this is uh, contrary to popular belief because tagging the location on your posts uh, is always a way to get some extra impressions. However, going in line with the last point, because you're looking for a very targeted audience, if I'm going to post my social media tips and then I'm going to tag the location Denver so that it goes to some people in Denver, People living in Denver is not enough conclusive data that they would also want to learn about social media. So because of that, I don't want my social media marketing posts to show to people that are looking for things in Denver. Now, if I was going out in the city and I wanted to make a reel like showcasing the city or if I was a local restaurant and I was posting my food and I was really trying to target a local audience, then absolutely you want to always geotag your post. But if you know that your post is really just trying to find the whole world and you nothing about your post is you know, reliant on your location, then I found that it's better to just not tag a location because you don't want that post showing to these people who really are just looking for posts that happened within a certain area, not for like specific educational content on whatever niche you're in. So those people, because they're not who you want to show your post to, they're not helping that much when Instagram gets the data from them. You don't want it to show to those people. So just don't even geotag your posts. And I wouldn't even do this um, outside of your, your reels anymore. Unless if you're a local business, of course, always geotag your posts and geotag the entire surrounding area and mix it up a little bit. You're really going to want to try to find people in your area. If you're showcasing something about a specific location, then definitely geotag it. But if you are posting just to your niche audience, don't geotag tag the post because it's going to show to people who don't really care about what you're posting and it's going to hurt the post overall. So that's what I got for you today as far as helping you out with Instagram organic marketing. For those of you really looking to take your business to the next level and get started with Instagram paid ads, be sure to check out my Instagram paid ads course first, all right? There are a lot of ways that you can lose a ton of money using Facebook and Instagram ads without any experience. Not a good idea. You will probably waste a lot of money uh, or you've already figured that out by now. But if you follow the steps that are in my Instagram ads course, this is going to lay out in a much safer way to run your ads. And for those of you who are brand new, this is a model that you're really going to want to take after to make sure you really don't, you know, dig yourself a grave of Facebook ad spend. So check that out. It's linked in the description. Let me know what you think. It takes about half an hour to get through. And I think a lot of you are really going to get some great results going through it. So that's all for now. Subscribe to the podcast and I will see you on Thursday morning.